This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Game two tonight, 8 o'clock start for the Hurricanes and the Devils. An hour later, because it is the only game in town. So we're looking forward to that. Luke DeCock of the News and Observer will be out here, not with me, but... Well, with a lot of us who are here, we uh, I stay separate from everybody. I can't uh, I can't I can't mix and mingle. Uh, before we get to game two tonight, Mister Luke DeCock of the NNO at Luke DeCock, uh, thoughts on Derek Whitehead having a second foot procedure? Uh, do you think he played in uh, in enough pain this year to kind of not damage? his draft prospect, but maybe it did depress his draft prospect because he didn't have a consistently good season. Took him a while to get going. Your thoughts on Derek Whitehead having a second procedure? Yeah, I mean, I, it, he definitely didn't have the season they hoped they would have because of the first foot uh, injury slash surgery. I, you know, I mean, he's obviously an extremely talented player. I feel bad for him that this foot doesn't seem to want to heal. And, you know, if he had been closer to full strength, and we saw him sort of getting closer to that point as the year went on, you know, it would be, uh, it, it, you know, he was he was kind of the player that Duke really needed to, to get past Tennessee, someone who could just get hot and shoot the lights out. But he never really had a chance to be the player that he might still become. You know, there's a little, little bit of Harry Giles in that where, you know, oh, injuries gosh. for a one-and-done player just robbed us of the player we thought we were going to see. So, you know, I think some very smart NBA team is going to, draft him as a, as a longer-term project and, and may very well be rewarded because there's never really been any doubt about the talent. The injuries have just been extremely untimely. You mentioned Harry Giles. You could say almost say the same thing about Zion Williamson who missed so many games uh, at Duke. And we're, I mean, fans are uh, robbed of the enjoyment of watching these guys play. And Whitehead was one of the kind of an element that Duke really didn't have, not only uh, the ability to shoot, but also the ability to get where he wanted to with the ball because uh, Duke didn't have an offensive player like that. They were so reliant on sets and getting to the foul line and uh, dribble penetration for, for some other guys to create other opportunities uh, was, uh, was really one of those things that we all missed over the course of this year. Did you also see that they're, uh, they're amending the charge call? I think it's pretty subtle. But in order for you to be accredited with taking a charge, you have to be you have to have established position before the foot is planted for the by the driver. I mean, I love it. It's not official yet. It's still got there's no right. guarantee this gets approved. But I love the proposal uh, because I hear you know we've talked about this. My biggest issue with with the getting in the way charge call is you're taking the initiative uh, really out of the offensive player's hands. And I think that's why there are, you know, I love the college game. There are elements of the NBA game that are unquestionably better. And the fact that skilled players are allowed to use their skill and not have some clod get in the way and draw a call is a big part of the NBA. You know, I think why you see their, their talent on display more than you do in college. I go back to the, it was, I think it was Caleb Martin at Nevada took off from about the three point line throws down a thunderous dunk against Utah State and gets called for a charge because some Utah State guy wandered into his way. And it's just not the game of basketball we want to see. It's the game of basketball coaches want to see because they can't teach someone to do what Zion does, but they can teach someone to get in his way. 
Um, this rule, I think, makes it much harder to get in someone's way. I think it would be great for college basketball if it's approved. Um, I think it can probably will need some further refinement. But the idea basically of saying, hey, if you want to draw a charge like this, you can't get in the way at the last second, I think has the potential to be a dramatic improvement in one of my to, to one of my least favorite aspects of college basketball. Oh, it is. It's the worst part of college basketball. The the amount of charges that are called. I have uh, three things that I would do. First, I would go back a step. Forget about the plant foot. I would go the 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 the, the stride before the plant foot because I think that would make it more difficult for referees to get it wrong. Because I think, and I've said this before, 90% of the time they call a charge, it's either a no, a, a no call or they got it wrong it, or it should have been a block. Um, I, I think once in a while they get the charge call right. I also think that the secondary defender cannot just stand in the way. Make a play. Make a play. We have to change the referee's mindset that if you're trying to steal or grab the ball or you go up to block a shot, uh, that we're better at calling verticality. So as long as I'm not creating the contact, if I'm trying to play defense, I'm not going to credit you for running into me. So we have to get rid of the secondary defender. And I would also change the way it's called. I would go from hand behind the head I would say you have to do like a dance. You got to do like jazz hands, uh, and that would eliminate the uh, the love of calling a charge. I'm semi serious about that last one. Yeah, I, it, 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 it's a problem, and, and part of the problem is, and this has been true for a long time. Coaches don't want it changed. The majority of coaches don't want it changed for the reasons I outlined earlier. And the other part of the problem is when you make the case to some of the stakeholders, and, and I've been a part of some of these meetings with, you know, Jim Delaney, who at the time was was involved with basketball oversight, and uh, Tad Boyle, the coach of Colorado, and, and Danny Gavitt at the NCA, and Art Highland, who uh, for years did the rule book. You know, we're, we're trying to, as writers, we're trying to tell these guys, you know, hey, you, you can improve your game. But if you say the words NBA in that meeting, you know, people lose their heads. We're not the NBA. We're not the NBA. Right. Well, if you want good basketball, maybe you should look at some of the things the NBA does well. You don't have to be the NBA, but there's no reason something the NBA got right. You can't look at it and say, hey, maybe we can get it right. And I feel like this is a very positive step toward that. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Before I get to game two, give me your Kentucky Derby winner. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Ooh, that, that's a tough one um, with all the scratches and dropouts. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the horse I really liked uh, was it was Red Route 1, who's going straight to the Preakness. Uh, so I have a Preakness pick for you. I guess I would take Reincarnate. Um, okay. Great, great, great connections. Um, you should be able to get a decent price. Um, you know, I yeah. think Forte is probably the best horse in there, but I don't think you're going to be able to get a decent price on him. 
Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with reincarnated. The connections are really good. They're justifies connections, authentic connections. There's a lot to like there. I think the, the world health organization has basically taken COVID off the, uh, uh, off the danger list. Uh, but apparently there's a, there's a fever running through the barns at yeah, it's Churchill not, Downs. Not good. Yeah, it's not good. Oh. I, I will say one other thing every year. It's pretty easy to toss the Japanese horse because the Japanese horse never wins. And I right. hate the post that Derma Sotokaki drew. Uh, no one's ever won from the 17, although he may end up moving in as more horses drop out. Um, that's, a, that's a horse with a legitimate chance to contend, especially as the field thins out. This may be the year for the Japanese horse. Derma All right, well, uh, who knows? You're right. Everybody could get closer. We, we might get rid of the auxiliary gate. Uh, all right, game two tonight. It'll, it looks like it's going to be Akira Schmid in net for New Jersey. Uh, who was your best player? for uh for the hurricanes in game one well it's what i wrote it, uh, to me it was jordan stall i mean that was a okay. classic jordan stall performance shutting down the opposition's best player setting up a goal by winning a face-off setting up an empty net goal by lugging the puck taking a brutal uncalled hit from behind that sent his neck into the board yeah getting up slamming the bench door and then coming back the next shift and having a great shift i mean to me you know, that's more than leading by example. That's taking the game by the scruff of the neck and saying, I'm going to impose my will on this game, and I'm going to knock Jack Hughes on his butt the first chance I get and send that message. To me, it was Jordan Stahl. There are obviously a lot of candidates there, but yeah. there's a lot of nights where what Jordan Stahl does is noticeable for what doesn't happen uh, as opposed to what does happen, the players he takes out of the game or – you know, the, the, the possession that he enables just with his wingspan in the corner and things like that. But to me, last night was a classic leading by example, leading by action, Jordan Stahl, or not last night, Wednesday night, uh, leading by action, Jordan Stahl performance. Yeah, there were a lot of players who were great. My best player was Seth Jarvis, didn't even get one of the three stars in the building, nor did Jordan. Nor did Jordan Stahl, which was kind of funny to me. Uh, but there were a lot of candidates because Jordan Martinook, who was one of the building stars, had a great game. Uh, I thought Sebastian Ajo played a great game, even though he did not feature on the score sheet. Had an, you know, he had an assist. Uh, but I thought uh, I thought Ajo was great. There were a lot of good players. Um, it's also good to see Freddie Anderson stack two really good games together, and we're going to see him again tonight. Yeah, I mean, Freddie can get hot, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get Freddie hot. Um, they're trying to they're trying to get him going. Um, I've loved his games. I love game six. I love game one. I think he was pissed off. I think he was not happy that Ronta went, going, went as long as he did, whether or not Freddie was healthy or not. I think he wanted to get in there. He, he could hear what people were whispering. You know, was yeah. this guy ever actually going to play a game for the Hurricanes in the playoffs? Uh, you know, Freddie's in the press box. Feels like a playoff game. He knows. Right. Um, he's not. He's not, he's not blind to that. So, you know, I think Freddie going in there with a little something to prove, uh, with a little motivation, and look, to give him all the credit in the world, 100%. You know, we had that issue last year. Is Freddie 100%? He won't come back until yeah. he's 100%. Well, now we've seen, both in the regular season and now, that he really does know his body. And when he says he's ready to play, Freddie Anderson is ready to play. And we saw that game six. We saw it in game one. He'll need to do it again tonight because the Devils are going to come. We know that. I mean, everybody knows that. That's a good team. They were embarrassed oh, yeah. by their first period. They rallied in the second and third, but really too late at that point. Um, I, I think they're going to get Timo Meyer back. I don't know how effective he's going to be wearing as much gear on his face as he is. But 
you know, they're going to need Freddie tonight. I would guess the Devils are going to come out and play their best first period of the playoffs. And the Hurricanes are going to have to weather that storm, and they're not going to be able to do that if Freddie left in a softie. So, uh, to me, this is probably the second most, engage, most important game for Freddie Anderson in the playoffs. Game six, clearly, of the Islanders series will always be the most important because he proved he could do it. Uh, but tonight, tonight's number two for me. I will say, first of all, yes, playing game six was huge. I think this might be the most important game of the series for Carolina, even though you really wouldn't have accomplished anything if you only win your two home games. Uh, but it's it's hard to process if the Devils come out of here with a win tomorrow tonight. Uh, it's It becomes a very difficult series, I think, for Carolina. I think the talent of the Devils is in some ways inevitable. And they're, they just have so much skill throughout their lines. And I know Carolina's blue line has provided a ton of offense over the course of the season. They led the NHL with 59 goals scored by defensemen. Uh, but only three, I guess only three is probably not the right way of saying it, in three games. But only one until game one. And that came from Jacob Slavin off the mask of Elias Sorokin. They just need they need Martin Natchez to step up and score some goals to make all this uh, all this work out. Uh, did you like Natchez's game? Uh, I was okay with it. I you know I think you have to give him credit for being put in the spot he was in, playing with Stahl and, and Jack Drury on a line that you know hadn't had a ton of time together and 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 contributing defensively. Uh, you know there's there's that, but yeah, I, I, generally speaking, I think Rod said it before Game Six. Uh, we need results. Like, as good as Natchez has played at times. As good as Jesperi Cook and Yemi has played at times. At some point, that line has to produce. They they can't be carried along like this. And, you know, Cook Yemi finally gets a goal. That was great. Um, a bunch of people had to cancel their flights down here to, from Montreal to write about how Cook Yemi was struggling. Uh, so that's probably bad for the triangle economy, but good for Jesperi Cook Yemi. Um, but, yeah, it, it, they need those guys to produce. And they've played well at times. It's not They haven't been a, an anchor. Uh, but with the skill that those guys have, the skill that Martin Natchez has, I think we'll see some different lines again tonight perhaps. But, um, you know, Martin Natchez needs to score. And he proved this year in the yes. regular season that he could be the player that everyone thought he could be. And he knew going into the postseason he was going to have to do it all over again. And at this point in the postseason, it's a work in progress. All right, let me just check the stats on this. Yes, Luke Decock is 100% on taking advantage of opportunities to take a shot at the Montreal media, uh, at Luke Decock on Twitter. I appreciate it, man. I'll see you tonight. Hey, man, sometimes the truth is funny. <laughs> You're the man. I appreciate your time. <laughs> yeah, you oh, man. Oh, this just some things. It's like uh, this, the sun coming up in the morning when Luke Decock takes a shot at the Montreal media. Uh, they, were, they have certainly been waiting to pounce, uh, although – Second full year for Kokaniemi and his first really in a, uh, I mean, it's certainly a top nine role, the top six role. Um, the production was maybe not as much as Carolina wants down the road, but I mean, set career highs in goals and points. He was a good player this year. Wasn't a great player this year, but he was a good player this year. I think personally what we're seeing out of Kokaniemi is somebody who will ultimately be Jordan Stahl's replacement. Now, I'm not asking him to be as good as Jordan Stahl. That would be asking a ton from Kokaniemi. 
but that's ultimately what I think he's going to be is Carolina's kind of defensive minded center, but one with some offensive upside. Look, there was a time where Jordan Stahl was, you know, not a, not an anti goal scorer. So I actually, I've, I've liked Kokaniemi's game the last few. I really liked his game on Wednesday night. I liked him in game six. So hopefully, hopefully we can get one more, uh, or not more than not one more, a lot more great games or good games out of Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Also playing with Jordan Martinuk and Jesper Faust. And as a tease, talk to him for the pregame show. So we'll talk to Jesperi Kotkaniemi about that. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.